When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today's video is brought to you by a donation from the YouTube user known as The Shoveler, and this is what he has to say. Hi Sandman, I was thinking about a possible topic, but this topic you may not like. Looking deeper into the future, in a hypothetical circumstance where women are finally willing to negotiate new terms on relationship dynamics, what will you see as a workable set of expectations for both sexes? Well, thanks for your question, Shoveler. First of all, this is a question that's geared towards the MRA more than it is towards MGTOW, but I'll try to answer it because I do support to some extent what the MRA is doing. Many MRAs are hopeful about the future, whereas men going their own way are more realistic about our prospects with women in the future. Our view is unique in that most of us don't really have a complete lack of empathy that the PUAs have towards women, but at the same time we don't have any hope and empathy that MRAs have basically chosen to have towards women. Our philosophy is balanced and healthy because we're realists. And being realists, we see female nature for what it is, and we try to remove the mangina goggles from our eyes. And the only way that I see women renegotiating with men is if women once again become dependent on men for their livelihoods, and there's basically no birth control and an end to no-fault divorce. Women are now entitled to these things, and they will fight for them tooth and nail, and they will not negotiate so long as they have the upper hand. Women have more rights than men in our society today, and we all agree to that. Women also have more political power and access to financial resources through their own jobs and through men as a by-proxy wage earner. Women also have it good when it comes to relationships, where they can often earn less than their husbands and partners, yet at the same time spend most of the spoils. If you had it as good as women, why would you want to negotiate? And you'd basically be fighting for more. And that's exactly what feminism is all about ever-increasing privilege for women inside and outside relationships. And with gynocentric culture, it's about all or nothing. And you can't have half the females in our society falling for subservient roles while the other half continue to use men and the state. It has to be all or nothing. As soon as you give one group of women a particular choice, immediately other groups of women will want that choice as well, if it offers some kind of benefit. And that's why there are so many women against feminism popping up because they see women like Karen Strawn and Alison Tiemann, and they see the comment sections where hundreds of men are saying that these are their dream girls, and they think to themselves, I want men saying this about me as well. The three videos I have on my YouTube channel with Girl Writes What are basically littered with such comments, and the few female friends that I've shown Karen's videos to instantly start trashing her, calling her a man, but they won't admit to themselves that they're jealous of all the attention that she gets. Women will negotiate new terms on relationship dynamics if those terms are in their favor. What else can they get at this point? They already have child custody in most cases, if there's a divorce. And they make just as much money, if not more, than men for the same positions. And they have a consumer culture catering to them. Yet they're more unhappy than ever. Whereas men are poorer than they were a generation ago, and yet they're happier. Go figure. If one group of women in one part of the world starts to embrace feminism and it provides them a sort of advantage, then other women in other parts of the world will try to gain that advantage as well. 
So while the West is feminist, many of the women in other parts of the world are only now catching up and aspiring to become feminists. The only way that I see women returning to some temporary form of negotiation is if they lose their current choices. But for the most part, there can be no negotiating with women. Imagine, if you will, if men were cows and women were farmers. There's simply no way for us men, as cows, to negotiate with the farmer. The farmer will probably want to milk you for your creamy goodness, because that's what a farmer is supposed to do. To raise the animals and then harvest them. And men are the brute labor animals in our society. And when you fail to yield the same amount of milk that you once did, the farmer will discard you and basically have you sent to the butchering line. Men are like prized heifers, and women are the farmers. Of course, you can do what the men's rights movement is doing to some extent. You can try and trick the farmer or coax them into behaving differently. If a cow learns to juggle, then the farmer may think twice before slicing open its throat. Even cows have tried to trick farmers without success, excluding the juggling metaphor that I just used. Back in 2012, there was a story about a dairy cow farmer, and he would normally take the calves away from their mothers and send them off to become veal. I'm putting a link to this story in the description below. And in this story, the cow had given birth, like all the other cows, and the farmer had turned her calf into veal. Everything seemed right in the world, but the cow was only producing half of her usual milk production. And the farmer began to get puzzled. So he decided to follow the cow around for a day and see what was happening. And he found that the cow had actually given birth to twin calves, and the cow knew that she would lose her offspring, so she left the second cow at the edge of the woods and would return each and every single day and feed that calf. When the farmer found out about the second calf, he snatched it up and also sent it to the veal fattening pens and subsequent slaughter. Many men in the men's rights movement are like the calves at the edge of the woods, and they're hoping for a chance to join the herd. But what they should be focused on is a way to join the MGTOWs, which are living and hiding in the woods. Most people don't know this, but cows are supposed to live in the woods and not in open grass fields. And I know it's not very realistic for that calf to grow up in the woods and live all by itself, but the moral of this story is that if you want to negotiate with women, you're essentially a cow, and they're basically the farmers. And there's basically no negotiating with women, and you know what happens next. And no, I'm not a vegan after hearing this story, but I do limit to some extent the amount of meat that I consume on a daily basis. Usually one meal per day. But what makes men even think that women are even interested in renegotiating the marriage or relationship contract? A friend of mine sent me an article called, Why More Women Choose Not to Marry and I'm putting a link to that article in the description below. And it was written by Pepper Schwartz, and it's on CNN. The friend that sent me this article thinks that the 53% of women over the age of 18 who are single and want to stay that way are only doing it because they are comfortable thinking they can eternally ride the cock carousel. The article goes on to say that women are dropping out of marriage and seemingly going their own way towards their careers because there aren't enough quality men out there to attract them. And why would they want to renegotiate relationship dynamics with men when men are dropping out of the workforce and playing video games and having no assets to plunder? Every dollar that a MGTOW man makes means there's one less dollar for women to waste on a pair of shoes or a purse. And women will only want to negotiate with men if men have something they want, like money. But why in the hell would we want to negotiate with women? What would be the point? What do they have that we could possibly want, besides an orgasm which we can get through the internet or using a fleshlight and Oculus Rift? Women these days increasingly come with bad attitudes, an internal culture of entitlement, and of course the idea that they are somehow better than us in many cases. The article which I'm also putting in the description below says that women are increasingly not willing to make compromises, 
and not willing to pull the weight in relationships. And men are willing to fulfill the breadwinner role. And most men are willing to tolerate abuse and work around the house and be in a bad relationship and become a provider and have children all for the chance to have sex. The carrot men are led around with is a pretty strong one. And the carrot that women are led around with in the past was the one of men's resources and muscle power. Now that women have their own money and resources, they have essentially eaten men's carrots, but they still have their own with which to lead men around with. Women will not negotiate with us until we get a new carrot. And I honestly don't know what that carrot might be in the future, so I don't want to speculate. The women that want children may essentially negotiate with men if men go the surrogacy route, and the population becomes increasingly male, with a few females around, as broodmares. I think such a thought may scare women, because they will see it as a threat to women basically going extinct, and that it might actually happen. But faced with an extinction event like that, most women will probably still desire narcissistic suicide. Most will lack the foresight and the rational thought to see their impending obsolescence. They will probably be dancing in their depends at cougar bars until they expire and are subsequently thrown onto funeral pyres of their own making. That's why I plan to be an example and raise a son through surrogacy on my own without the influence of a mother with the intention of teaching him self-ownership from the beginning of his life. With regards to women in society today, they will negotiate it first if a man makes more money, but once they get access to those resources, they will instill their own version of control. I've told many of my friends that marriage is like a free man living with a dictator like Stalin or Hitler. If you don't do what you're told, then you'll be thrown into the divorce gulags. Like I said, the only way women will return to the negotiating table is if we have something that they want, or if the state starts forcing people to marry and enter unions with force. And even if the laws change, they can always be changed back to favor women once again. Women believe they have everything right now, and for the most part, they do. And the only way to restore balance is for some type of societal collapse, where women are forced to rely on men's protection and provision once more. But that will surely mean the end of our modern industrial civilization. Some people say that that's the only way for our population to survive. But I don't want to go back to a form of traditionalism in the plantation. I don't want men to once again be forced to be providers, protectors, soldiers, and responsible for everything. We've done that for most of history, and right now many of us are on a vacation of sorts. Peak oil, economic collapse, and climate change could all be disasters, and thus force us back into traditional relationships. Otherwise, things will continue to get faster and faster with technology, and men and women will increasingly become isolated and live their lives without negotiating. And besides, many women are emotional terrorists when you're with them in a relationship, and I don't negotiate with terrorists. Anyways, thanks for your donation, Shoveler, and thank you everyone else for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.